Once again, what's up, everybody? It's your boy Flash by LWT Gaming. <laughs> Malachi 36, episode 50. Um, thank you, you guys very much for tuning in. Uh, I have my boy Gravity Mark 2. You guys have nine, it's the nine ball. You guys probably heard them both talking. And I'm, I don't know if we're re recording this for Anchor, but, but you guys probably heard them both talking, uh, just talking about the, how their weekend was going and stuff like that. What you guys did not hear me say, which you guys heard, uh, Gravity kind of comment a little bit on, was Knockout City. Been playing a lot of that over the weekend. Had a good time with it. And now, yeah, we're just going to kind of see how this goes. Land parties rule. There you go. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that kind of yeah, land parties rule. <laughs> uh, I really hope that we kind of go back to the time period. Yeah, yeah, I see, I see him, I see him. Uh, yeah, as well, so I definitely want to get inside of a time period where we can definitely link up together and 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 play together in person, all that good stuff, having pizza, having drinks, beers, sodas, all that good stuff, and just be able to play some video games and have a good time. Um, speaking of my uh, bio mutant, bio mutant. Uh, that was actually one of the games that one of our individuals had selected, uh, on their fantasy football or fantasy gaming league. And anyone that does not know what that is, um, it is literally just like fantasy football, but with video games, it's a year long instead of by a week to week basis. We're competing against everybody that's in the league. Um, if 70 points is the threshold is on a hundred point scale, anything above 70 points gain you points, anything below makes you lose points. Anything that's right at 70, you don't gain, but you don't lose. And then there's also counter picks to where you can try to screw your other par partner up. How those counter picks work is like, say for example, gravity mark two selects a game that's on my list. If it fails to come out this year, I can't drop it. So I miss out on all those points <laughs> and it just hurts my uh, hurts my record because I can't switch it out for something else that would be coming out this year. Um, if it does come out this year and does poorly, then any points that I lose from, from the poor review would actually be gained to Gravity Mark's uh, uh, list uh, or to his score and then vice versa. If it does well, then on the counter, uh, counter pick of that is that Gravity would actually be hurting in points. So there you go. Uh, S killed in the chat. What's going on, good sir? What's going on? Uh, all the way from Denmark. Always appreciate you, man. Good for you to stop in on by. Uh, I'm going to give you guys the breakdown again for the um, the Altins Gaming League that we have for the Fantasy Gaming League. In first place, uh, who's currently in the chat? Carrot Patch Inc. has Monster Hunter Rise, which got him 18 points. He has Ken and Bridges Spirits. Ghostwire Tokyo, Shin Megami Tensei 5, Psychonauts 2, 12 minutes, It Takes 2, which got him 18 points, Stray, and he has a counter pick, which is on uh, Illus B Live's list for Five Nights at Freddy's. He's currently leading with 36 points. In second place, which also has 36 points, but how it all breaks down, he's in second place right now, uh, is Zaka TV, by, uh, which is ran by It's the Nine Ball. He has Resident Evil Village, which got him 14. He has Returnal, which got him 16. He has Warhammer 40K, uh, Dark Tide. He has The Medium, which got him 5 points. King, uh, Ruined King, a League of Legends story. Oddworld Soulstorm, which got him 1 point. Guilty Gear Strive. Mario's uh, Golf Super Rush. And he has a counterpick of Breath of the Wild 2, which is on Fantasy Football Point. In third place, we have Illis B Live, who has... Bravely Default 2, which got him 8 points. Near Replicant version 1 point and a lot of numbers, which got him 13 points. Little Nightmares 2, which got him 13 points as well. Five Night at Freddy's, Security Breach. The Dark Pictures Anthology, House of Ashes. 
Monster Hunter Stories 2, Wings of Ruin. Tales of Arise. He has an open slot so he can still pick up a game. And he has a counter pick of my Final Fantasy 16, which is representing ALWT Gaming. Uh, in fourth place, we have Fantasy Football, who has Le- uh, League, of Leg- League of Legends, Legends of Zelda, uh, Breath of Wild 2, Ratchet okay. & Clank, Rift Apart, which is coming around the corner, uh, Hollow Knight Silk Song, Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga, New Pokemon Snap, which got him 10 points, Axiom Verge 2, Elden Ring, Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl, and he has a counter pick, which is on Ohio's list, for Back for Blood. Ohio, sitting there in fifth place, has God of War, uh, God of War Ragnarok, Back for Blood, Humankind, Evil Genius 2 World Domination, which got him seven points, Dungeons and Dragons Dark Alliance, and for the first time ever on our Fantasy Gaming League, Biomutant, which lost him points. It lost him, it gave him negative two points, because it got a 68 on Metacritic, and so it's two points under 70. Uh, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> he has two open spots, so he can still pick up two other games. And he has a counter pick, which is also on my list, of Halo Infinite. And sitting in last place, well, technically I'm ranked because none of my games came out yet. Or, <laughs> or, or any announcements. Okay, so I, okay. am, I, am in, I am in last I'm just, place. I'm just, not on, I'm just not on the board yet. Yeah, that's not there yet. Does it count about? I'm, I'm, I'm playing the long place. game. I'm, not on the board. I'm playing the long game. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I have Horizon Forbidden West, which is going to be announced soon, and we're going to talk about that. And that's probably the reason why you guys ch- uh, clicked on this trailer. Um, I have Deathloop, ha- uh, Halo Infinite, Final Fantasy 16, Far Cry 6, Far Ash, Dying Light 2, Call of Duty 2021, and I have a counterpick of God of War Ragnarok because I don't believe it's coming out this year. And that's on Ohio's list. So there you gents and gals have it. Uh, that's the we're actually halfway through the year. We're almost oh, halfway through the year. Don't remind me. Don't remind me. Like I f- swear, like the older you get, the faster time moves. And then it's, it's almost like one of those like if you look like the like if you look at it, it just goes faster. Mm. Well, I, uh, well, that I, I was more or less talking about the the league. <laughs> so, oh, the league. Yeah, the league uh, portion of that. So so with that, we're halfway through, and if Ohio makes it to the top but loses by two points, he knows who to blame. <laughs> you know what? No. I, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I wish I could help more. I wish uh-huh. I... I'm probably uh, looking Ohio may lose more if a Halo Infinite draw. <laughs> no. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that game, that game is coming out. You're playing with fire with that I'm, one. You're playing I'm with fire. Sorry, with <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, Got to give a shout out to Uncle Buck Gaming for the recent follow not too long ago. So if you guys are not following Uncle Buck, you guys are slacking. That is Unc U N C, the number one E as an elephant. Buck like bucks. <laughs> B U K B U C K and then gaming. All right, Uncle is, Buck. Is that Uncle Buck. You, you know where Uncle Buck comes from, right? What? You ever you never seen that movie Uncle Buck with John Candy? Nah, actually, I never have. No. Oh my god, y'all need to watch that movie. It's hilarious. Well, there you go, Uncle Buck Gaming. Make sure you guys check that, him out. Yeah, yeah, gotta show him some love for that name. <laughs> Uncle Buck, it's a, it's a classic. Man. Uh, He's somebody with a taste of their own. Mildew and Carrot says Malachi, <laughs> what about sixteen? Uh, what about that sixteen game that's not coming out? You shut your trap, okay? You're going <laughs> to shut your mouth. It is coming out, and it's going to be freaking fantastic. It's coming out this year, okay? 
Goodness. That was a Hail Mary right there. Goodness. I was going to say, that is a Hail Mary. Yeah, it is a Hail Mary, but hey, hey, sometimes you got to call the audible. You know what I mean? <laughs> if you don't have Aaron Rodgers, you got to go with Peyton Manning. That's what I'm saying. I'm pretty much. You just threw for the crown. You need no <laughs> Number there. one <laughs> on, on the article. Guys, it is time. It is in our thumbnail. Horizon Forbidden West. We're getting gameplay. We're getting more information about it this Thursday, 5 p.m. our time. I had to look it up on the PlayStation blog. And on the PlayStation blog, it actually is listed in some really weird times. It says 2 p.m. like what uh, on like California's time or whatever, Central Time, whatever. But then the next step you would assume is going to be EST. It's BST, like B as in boy. And I have to look what, what BST even means. That's British Standard Time. And that's 10 p.m. their time, which means that's still 5 p.m. our time. So it still links up, but it's just like really weird how they have it out there. So if you guys are on the Eastern Standard Time, it's 5 p.m. this Thursday at the State of Play. And... They're going to be, again, they're going to be showing us Horizon Forbidden West uh, gameplay. We're going to get more information about it. I'm really, really, really excited about it. And in fact, we're going to start reading this article. Eddie Mackey from GameSpot says, The next state of play is coming out on May 27th, and the Horizon Zero Dawn sequel, Forbidden West, will be part of it. Sony will showcase 14 minutes of in-game action from Forbidden West as part of the event. All the footage will be from the PS5 edition of the game. End quote. Uh, we are excited to show you more of Horizon Forbidden West, exclamation, this Thursday, May 27th, join us for a very special journey into a new and uncharted lands. And that was, end quote, developer Gorilla said on its announcement teaser. So, real fast, what does this news do for any of you guys? I mean, I know you played, I know Gravity that you played Horizon Zero Dawn. Uh, Nineball, have you, does this do anything for you? Have you played Zero Dawn? Uh, well, that just means now I know what games I got to finish. So now I'm going to go over, go ahead, <laughs> start working on some Horizon Zero Dawn. And since they put that not-so-obvious teaser thing in there, <laughs> we're going to a new Uncharted Lands. I got to do the Uncharted. Yeah. I've never played Uncharted before. No, no, uh, no, no. It's a whole different, whole different company. Whole different company, because that's Naughty Dog. But, still, but, that, I'm wondering. A, that is a great franchise. Yeah, it's, it's. Is great in every single way. I, I, I know I, it's, it's not that I didn't have a. I, I, it's not that I didn't want to play. It was just time I didn't consuming. have a PlayStation. I didn't have the PlayStation. Oh, well, you got one now, buddy. Yeah, yeah let's go. PlayStation Two died midway through. I beat Final Fantasy Ten. PlayStation like two? You mean three? Yeah, I don't. Two. I don't think. I don't think Uncharted was on PS Two. No, not. Um, oh, the third one. The first one uh, launched on the PS Three. Yeah. Okay, well, yeah, I never had a PS3. We had, okay. we went to Xbox 360 was ours, so we had a 360 at the mm. time. Like, like most of uh, people our generation did do at that time period. Like, it was affordable. It was affordable, and and the services it was affordable. Were... Yeah, services were phenomenal. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I completely get it. I again, and, and me loving PlayStation, I wanted a PS3. There was no way in heck I was getting a PS3. For the, not like that. Not like that. They messed up there. I, I still love your story of getting a 360, just like opening it up, like playing it a little, for a little bit, and you're like, nah, I'm taking this back. <laughs> and, and, and I tried it multiple times. That's the thing. I tried it multiple times. That's just one. That story I told you is one of four. 
I tried four. four times, yeah, to get to get into the 360 game, and it just like like I I still enjoy playing <laughs> Xbox 360. Game was it? Huh? What game was it? It didn't matter. That's the thing. There wasn't any <laughs> game. It's just there's just no games that got me into it besides Final Fantasy 11 at the time. Uh, you know what they say? If you first, at first, if at first you don't succeed, try three more times. <laughs> yeah, I tried. I tried so many times. It's just nothing sat with me. And on top of all that, I was just like, well, if I really want to play, I can just go to my buddy uh, Abed and Mills, Mills' house. Like we can play together and stuff like that. And that's what that's what ended up. What I ended up doing. I practically lived there anyway. So it's just like, why do I really need one? Then they moved away, and I was like, I should probably get one. Then I got one. I was just like. Actually, no, no. At that time, I actually didn't get one. I was going to get one. I talked to one of my buddies in to get one, and he got one. And I was just like, I'm getting a PlayStation. <laughs> like manipulating your friends. Go buy an Xbox. Yeah. Yeah, that, 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 was probably, that was probably one of the, the more <laughs> darker stories of my past. But, <laughs> but, yeah, but, yeah, but he ended up actually uh, he ended up trading his uh, 360 in for a PS3. And then at that point, we were just on DC Universe. We were just straight up on uh, uh, Uncharted. We were straight up on Need for Speed. Like, we had a blast with that. We had an absolute blast for that. So. We had table tennis. <laughs> oh my god, I ain't gonna tell you how many hours you sunk in the table tennis. Uh, gotta give a shout out for Hey It's Abs, formerly known as Abs3315, for her recent hey! raid. So, shout out for that. Sure. Appreciate you, gal. Um, but yeah, Brady Raid. But yeah, so so you're gonna go ahead and finish Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah, I need to just burn that one. So, I'm gonna do that one probably then here shortly and start going through that one. Okay, so all right, so so right now, right now, this is just enticing you to finish the last one. There's not like any huge prior excitement that you currently have right now for it, correct? Well, it looks interesting. Actually, I liked it, Horizon. I just for some reason, I started playing a bunch of other things, and I kind of just and I kind of shelved it. I'll come back to it a bit later. Let me go start on this game, and then I just never came back to it. Four years later. It sits next to like Alien Isolation, and well, Alien Isolation just pissed me off. <laughs> I'm getting shot and killed in like two gunshots, and you're dead. Yeah, it's it's really it's uh, really hard. It's really I mean, hard. I mean, that sounds like how I played Kingdom Hearts three on like the the max difficulty, like dropping my defense down to zero. I can just get one shot every single time. I I almost broke several controllers during that playthrough. I believe so, it. So with your uh, uh, nine ball, so for your version of Horizon, do you have it for the PlayStation or do you have it for the PC? PlayStation. Actually, I have like the disc copy is up there. Because mm. I was going to say, I know that they came out with the PC version of it and it yeah, looks... It's- they're the completed issues. I might well, and that's, that's actually the, that's actually part of the like apparently, and I did not know this would be a thing, but apparently when it launched on PC, didn't actually start off that well. Like they actually started really? off. I heard yeah. a lot of really good things about it. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah I, I didn't hear I didn't hear a single good thing until a little bit later on. Got to give a actually, shout out to yeah. Caritana inside the chat. What up? What up? What up? Hope you're doing swell. Um, actually, I heard it was doing pretty well. Let me check. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. I was about to say definitely look it up, but I was about to say as far as I know that there there's a lot, lot of issues when it was coming on over to uh, to uh, PC. It's under- apparently, it's understandable because um, it's like switching. It's uh, going to a whole new thing. 
and I know that I know why PlayStation's doing it, and it makes sense because they want to compete with Xbox on all fronts. So they have to, you have to get into the PC market, and the biggest way to get that is via Steam. Yeah. Um, from gameplay, from what I've heard though, I heard it's been doing pretty well. It was pretty stable. It was pretty good at launch, and it got like mostly positives and stuff. Yeah, has Steam. No. Okay, yeah, yeah I was about to say, I haven't, me personally, I didn't really hear too much about it. I got to go ahead and uh, throw um, a little shout out again there for K- Kirtana. Yeah, I'm great. How are you? We are fantastic, especially in the, getting this news that Horizon Forbidden West announcements are happening this Thursday. That's currently what we're talking about right now. Um, if that excites you, give it a like, give it a thumbs up, give it a little ALWT Gaming swag stamp inside the comments if you like to. You don't have to, though. You don't have to. We're just having fun with it. <laughs> but go ahead, there, Night Ball. Uh, oh, there it is. She excited. From what I'm seeing, it, it's looking good, yeah. Most people, it's getting, um, it's getting very positive overall. It's got like 37,000 reviews, so it's looking pretty good. I now, mean, now, look at the date, because again, this is... I'm this talking about when it first comes coming out. Okay. All right. Cool, cool, cool. reviews is very positive. I, I'm down with it. Hey, if it does well, that's perfect. That's I like that. I like that stuff. Um, uh, As he's looking at more reviews, Gravity, as someone that has beaten Horizon Zero Dawn, what does this do to you? Where is your hype level at on a scale of 1 to 10? Uh, like, if I had to be honest Hi. with my... Hi! Hi! <laughs> What up there, abs? <laughs> uh, if I if I had to be completely honest with my hype level, it's not nearly as high as I feel like it should be. And there's a couple of reasons for that. First and foremost is because I there's just so many games that are like 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 kind of like in my immediate vision. Mm-hmm. I'm just kind of like, okay, hold on. I gotta like make a schedule here. So I gotta like play these games on these days. I gotta play these games on these days so I can make sure I get through them. Right, right. Or I'm just like, like it's almost just kind of like, ah, oh, man, like another one that I'm definitely going to play because like it's it's one thing to have like a backlog and then just be like, oh, well, I'll get through my backlog and then you're never gonna get through your backlog. Oh, I but will. Like, and I'm determined. I know, I know you will. You're the only person who will. Like, like, like some of the games I look at my backlog, I'm like, I'm finally gonna do this. I'm finally gonna finish Dark Cloud finally after all of these years and then i get halfway through it and i'm just like yeah i'll come back to it eventually but like but this is definitely a game that like i know for a fact i'm going to play all the way through and so it's one of those things where i'm like ah like when is it gonna come out i got a lot of stuff going on i gotta make sure i find time for it because i want to play it as soon as it comes out um the other reason, and I can talk more into detail about this later, but the other reason is kind of because of me playing Biomutant. Mm. And, and, and I say that just because I, I feel like lately people will get super hyped for a game, but their expectations will be like through the roof. And I'll at least like give uh, Horizon the credit by saying if there's any franchise that can deliver like horizon is definitely going to deliver i feel very very confident that they wouldn't be putting out another game unless they knew that this was going to be an absolute banger of a game if they're going to be following up zero dawn with a brand new title with all this new content like it's going to be good 
So I at least very, feel very confident that it's going to be good. But I also don't want to like set my expectations too high mm-hmm. because like whenever you set your expectations too high and you expect something to be really, really, really phenomenal, and then you finally get it, and you're like, oh, it didn't lead up to my expectations. It's like, well, game didn't. The the devs never said that they were going to be doing X, Y, or Z. They never said anything. You just assumed that they were going to do that, or at least like that was what you wanted it to happen. And so it's just, I guess, one of those things where I'm like, I am still very hyped about it because like any news that I can get about this game is a godsend. Um, I'm gonna laugh really freaking hard if I see a release date of 2022. Oh, dude, I would. I mean, yeah, that I'm would. Gonna, I, I, I am texting you as soon as I see that release date. If I see 2022. Well, here's a few things I have to get off my chest. I have to put the boxing gloves on because, hey, it's abs and Mildew here are teaming up against me in the chat. Malachi, uh, she said, Malachi, I call bullcrap. You're still on your way to heaven's word in Final Fantasy XIV, and it's been almost two years. That, now, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Yes, it has been a while. It has been a while. I took a lot of breaks, and I did, I, my, primarily for Final Fantasy XIV, I, I wanted to play with people. So I have all put it on the back burner for long. Yes, it's been two years, but for majority of that, like a year and a half of it is me not playing. So there you go. Mildew and Carrot, you shut your trap, man. You ain't jumping in on this. Not so you can actually pick up Final Fantasy XIV to join the squad of greatness. You know what I mean? There you go. And she also goes, okay. Oh, yes, okay. It's facts. And it won't be until you're dead. I'm going to get it done. I promise you. <laughs> Back to you there, Gravity. How are you liking Biomune? That's a comment that's in here, too. Uh, um, I actually... You know what? For me, personally, the way that I play games, I, I kind of like it. Um, it's definitely one of those things that reading some of the reviews, uh, like, leading up to this, uh, you saw a lot of mixed reviews, which is kind of what we're seeing now with Metacritic, where most of them are kind of mixed. And kind of going back to that, it kind of, again, like a lot, I feel like a lot of it is just because people expected it to be something really great, and then it wasn't. And, you know, like, I think that there are a lot of things that it tried and, like, just kind of went out on a limb to try something new. Like, the narrator. I think that was a really great attempt at doing something new <laughs> and doing something, trying to that's innovate. A, that's a nice way, way to like, put it. <laughs> you know what? Like, I I applaud the effort. Like, I'm t- like, if anything, like, I get really excited when I see a developing like a developer try something new and try to like put something new into the environments because I feel like that's what we used to see all the time with older games like especially back in like the early like 2000s we used to see a lot of people just trying to throw stuff at the wall and see what sticks and I I appreciate that attempt to still try to bring that sort of innovation because if you don't like every game is just going to be the exact same especially with a lot of the reviewers that I was seeing, a lot of them just kept compare, like being like, oh, well, like it didn't do this game like this other game did, or it didn't do this like this other game did. And it's just like, you're, you're setting your expectations way up here. Like at the very least, there were a lot of like, a lot of critiques that I think are very fair. Mm-hmm. Uh, the narrator, really annoying, <laughs> really annoying. Uh, like they opted, and when I say narrator, they, they opted to have like it, it's like zero voice actors all of the like all of the character little critters like they just have their own little like animal crossing like like kind of dialogue and then like they have like a narrator that's just like it seems as though they they're pretty upset with you 
like maybe you should do this and you should, maybe you should do this like that's kind of like what like the narrator's just kind of telling you what they're saying and how they feel and it's just like that's neat five <laughs> minutes into it i was in my audio settings completely just muting the narrator because i'm like nah i'm just gonna read this like, 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 like that dude from the stanley parable you ever seen that game oh <laughs> uh, no i haven't god it sounds kind of like that it, it, it was, oh my god, it, it's it, it really did get to a point where it was really annoying. Um, overall, I gotta say, like long, tr- like I'm not very far into it. I can already kind of tell that like if this if the game just kind of like keeps getting repetitive and, and monotonous, it's definitely gonna get boring. But I'm also one of those people who doesn't mind playing like boring open world games as long as there's a lot to do in the open world. Like then, and again, I, I'm kind of doing the same thing. I just gave other people crap for but breath of the wild really great open world there's always something to do in breath of the wild and so i'm kind of just like if there's like some sort of longevity in this game there's some sort of like replay value or there's some sort of enticer to like get me to continue to play like even like restart a new file then i think that can be really great for it but so far like i don't think i've played enough of it to really give it a fair shake but at the very least, I was telling you guys this off stream, but right for right now, I'm only at level like eight. And based on what I've played so far, it feels like a very watered down horizon. Like, and when I say watered down, I mean in terms of like things you can do, but uh, ma- mainly story. Mm-hmm. Story is very, it's very like, like flashback based. Is it multiplayer? Like, it's very, no, which is oh, another thing. Not. that I thought it was. It's not, no, that was another thing that really freaking irked me and i don't i don't want to give too much crap to the to the developers they've been working on this for a very 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 long time i'm sure like designing multiplayer is not something that they can just be like oh yeah like we'll, we'll get that in real quick like but i'm hoping it's they do the same thing that ghost of tsushima did where they go back and they like implement multiplayer into it later mm-hmm. because that i think could really extend the shelf life of the game maybe not by too much but like at least long enough Mm-hmm. So that way they can actually get some more revenue out of it. Uh, but I will say, all of the the gameplay uh, footage that I've seen just kind of going around online, after I after I booted this game up, because I, I bought it for the PlayStation 4, but I'm playing it on my PlayStation 5. And as soon as I booted it up, I was like, holy friggin... Ho- what, what is this mess? <laughs> like, it, 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 it's super grainy. Hmm. And I tried. I, I spent like I, I spent like a solid thirty plus minutes with with my like displays, like trying to figure out what it is. I ended up just ditching my TV altogether, and I put it on one of my uh, PC monitors instead. Oh wow! And even then, like it's still a little grainy, but like it looks a lot better. And so it that would lead me to believe that like all of the footage that I'm seeing. Uh, it, just that's been going around for reviews and videos has been all PC. And so I'm just kind of like, well, that would have been kind of nice to know. Also, And I don't know if that, that was, like, stated somewhere. I don't know if, like, that was kind of stated because I don't want to say it's kind of like cyberpunk all over again, where they're just, like, only, like, giving reviews and, like, footage of, like, what it looks like on PC. And then just being like, oh, yeah, console! And then it's, uh... It's no, it's not giving consoles, like, an afterthought. If you're going to release it on a console, release it on the console. Mm-hmm. Spend, spend the time to get it done. Don't don't like. Well, you have those other things over there. You got to work on. 
I'll get them later. <laughs> like, uh, oh, we're still putting this to the PS4, right? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on, but yeah, yeah, totally, totally. Uh, just, just, uh, don't, don't, don't mind me. Don't mind me. Uh, what, what, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's almost. Yep. Don't worry, boss. We got it. We're on it. Yeah, <laughs> we're on it. Yeah. Um, did it just fall through the floor? No. <laughs> <laughs> so it's part of the game. Uh. So, kind of switching gears again, back to Forbidden West. Does I know this is going to kind of sound weird, but do, do you think that your hype level was affected Forbidden West for, for Forbidden West after playing Biomutant, or do you think it has not, no relation to it at all? I would say it does, in and I would almost say like kind of like in an indirect way. And I say that just because, like, in terms of like gameplay, like I, it's not like I look at Biomutant, I'm like. Oh well, if this is what they did with Bio Mutant, then you know, zero, like you know, Forbidden West is going to be crap. No, like, it's going to be it's going to be amazing. Uh, like if anything, like it's just kind of me looking at people's expectations, and it's also something that I have to like, kind of keep in mind. Like whenever I watch like a new anime or play another like a new game, like I have to keep my expectations in check and keep them at a certain level because as much as I would love to see all of these features and you know and a great story and all this like all this like really great stuff that I would want to see packed into a game if I thought it, this was my perfect version of the game if it's not that then I'm going to be noticing that like oh well like the game didn't do this like I thought it like I wanted it to or it didn't do that like I wanted it to and it didn't do this like I wanted it to and even though like it could be like a solid game like even though it, it might not be terrible it just depends on like what your definition of terrible is like like honestly like in, like moving forward with Biomutant I'm definitely going to play it all the way through but I'm probably going to have like YouTube on in the background you know, or like I'll might have like Netflix on in the background on like my phone or something, just because it's just like cool. Like give me some sort of like ambient thing to like kind of keep me sidetracked and entertained while I'm kind of like doing all this monotonous stuff. And I guess that's just kind of like the kind of gamer I am. I'm kind of boring. Uh, Abs is definitely a lot more exciting with her FPS that she plays. So there's there is that, but yeah, like it's, I think it's just expectation wise. Yeah. Okay. I, for one, am very excited for Forbidden West. I'm very, very excited. I can't wait to see some gameplay. I just want to see Aloy's story continue. I want to see what her next chapter is going to be. I want to see... Uh, I, I just want to see... What was, what was the main villain's name again? Siren? I think that was his name. Sil- Silas. Silas. Silas, I think it was. It's oh, It's been forever. Mildewy, if you're inside the chat, definitely please uh, type it in there because it's been a very long time since that. Oh, yeah. Uh, but yeah. I love that name. <laughs> uh, but yeah, but I, I definitely want to see what his next goals are going to be. If he truly is bad, or is he going to end up like? Obviously, at the end of uh, uh, Zero Dawn, he was bad. But it's just like when he now will he end up being one of those like the enemy of my enemy is my friend type scenario in the future, or whatever the case is. So I'm very curious to see how that's all going to pan out. Very excited for it. Can't wait. Um, with the time, it, there's a chance we may not re- live react to it, but we could definitely discuss it. Um, and watch that different times. But we'll keep you guys posted for sure as that comes through. Story number two that we have on here is the Final Fantasy VII dot 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 souls. That's right. Final Fantasy VII is teaming up, or not seven. Final Fantasy is teaming up with Team Ninja. So it seems on here from Jeremy Winslow from GameSpot says, it seems the developer, developer 
Team Ninja will announce a new Final Fantasy based action RPG similar to Neo and the Souls franchise during the year this year's E3. This comes as rumors sprouted across the internet forums like Reddit and Resetera, uh, uh, citing anonymous, anonymous sources. Fan by uh, reports that the game may be called Final Fantasy Origin and is said to be on PlayStation 5 exclusive with a PC release that follows sometime later. Fanbyte also noted that the action RPG will be one of Square Enix's tentpoles during the, uh, its upcoming E3 presentation, which has not yet been announced. Other bits of information about the game include its settings, which may take place either somewhere or adjacent to the original 1987 Final Fantasy on NES. There's also said that to be a demo plan for this uh, Final Fantasy Origin action RPG. Uh, according to the fanbite, who whose sources have been cor- uh, cor- corroborated through the rumors, an alpha demo called Stranger in Paradise may launch this uh, uh, this summer on an unspecified platform similar to that of Neo's technical al- alphas. Lastly, though it allegedly fits snugly into the Souls genre, the game is said to be more accessible to a wider array of gamers. Fanbite sources, uh, oh, fanbite sources also say. That the game is largely developed by behind the 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 team of Dissidia NT, the latest entry of the Final Fantasy fighting game series that dropped in 2018. So, there's a few things about this. One, I think, I I think the people at that at Dissidia NT, I honestly think they're a really talented team. I love the concept of what they did. I just wish they did more with NT. <laughs> I just I was gonna say a lot I, more with NT. I was about to say it. I thought I thought I heard a butt coming on. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah, like they're works. really good. Yeah, well, because everything like the three on three was awesome. It was actually really cool. The character designs and the way they they had the camera angles and the fighting sequence that was cool. I wish the battle was just a little bit different, but ultimately it was cool. The thing I did not like about it is that it was stuck to only two game modes, and. You couldn't, like, even though you had three people in your party almost at all times, you couldn't do the campaign multiplayer, which I think would have given more life inside the game at that point. And then even for the online, uh, like, multiplayer that you had against other people, it was weird. Um, I know me and my buddy Newlywed, we ended up playing a few matches when he had the free version, like the trial version and stuff like that. I have, I own the game even till today. And I'll definitely go back to it and everything like that and keep and play it every, like whenever I'm in the mood to play something like that. But it is one of those games where it's just like, you guys had such potential here. You had such potential. The first Dissidio was a banger. The second one was just as good. And you added more characters to it. The third one, like, they took the feedback that we had is that we were like, we wish we had more people in there. And you gave us 3v3. Awesome. That is cool, but they switched too much up to make it like, okay, you know what I mean. So I think I think that's kind of I think in Japan I think it actually did really well in Japan, but it didn't do that well here, and that that's bound to happen. Um, but that to the side, Final Fantasy Souls like game, it's going to do, and I've said this before off stream. I'm going to say it again on stream. It's going to do one of two things. And this is my personal opinion. It's either going to be absolutely amazing and have me purposely fiending for more Souls-like games like Code Vein, uh, Bloodborne, Demon Souls, Neo, all that good stuff. Or it's going to do the complete opposite and just be complete trash 
And I'm not going to want to ever play a Final Fantasy game that's out of its element. And what I mean by that is, like, I, I love Final Fantasy. I love Final Fantasy that's set up, like, uh, even for Kingdom Hearts, that's still considered a Final Fantasy. So I like, I like Kingdom Hearts. I like Final Fantasy itself. I like Final Fantasy Tactics. I like the MMORPG. Um, but outside of those, I probably wouldn't touch if this flops that heavily. I don't see there being an in-between. It's either A or B. So that's kind of why I'm at with that. Fly to the top or crash and burn. Exactly. Exactly. So, because I'm already like, kind of like, I, I, and this is me, uh, and this is me like really, really thinking like Omega Brain right now. Square Enix. Oh, Giga Brain. <laughs> Square Enix right now is working on Final Fantasy VII Remake Part Two, Final Fantasy Sixteen, Project Athea, which is Forspoken. You have the mobile games that's coming out for describing the Final Fantasy uh, uh, game uh, world for Final Fantasy Seven and the Battle Royale type, which is already out of its element. And now you're doing a Final Fantasy Souls-like game. Is that a little much? You know what I mean? You guys are doing a lot of stuff, making a lot of Final Fantasy announcements. And as a Final Fantasy fan, I am for it. But... Whatever energy you guys are putting inside these IPs, inside these games, it has to be 100. Because if, if the Souls game flops, any other uh, IP that you try to do with that one, or any type of uh, genre that you try to make and just throw Final Fantasy on it, it's just going to flop. Same thing for the Battle Royale type. I didn't think that was going to be good. The trailers actually look pretty cool now. now I, as I'm looking at it, I'm like, all right, I'm actually go ahead and give this a shot. But even for that, that's already like, eh. But that, but no one cares about that necessarily because it's on mobile. <laughs> you know what I mean? I know mobile gaming has definitely transformed and everything like that. But I'd rather fail on mobile than it be on console and then fail on console. That's very much why. Now, if it succeeds on mobile, bring it on over the console. Like I'm cool with that. But if it fails on mobile, then you're just like, all right, that was the mobile team. Put that to the side. Whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just blame uh, it on the mobile team. It's like, oh, that was mobile. Don't worry about it. Don't, 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 don't worry about that. They're just playing with their phones over there. <laughs> but but for for this one, this is a Souls-like game, which is going to be on PS5 and then later on on PC. So you're already establishing a platform that's going to be coming out on. It has to be a banger if you're going to be doing that something that drastically different and it's not a mobile-type setup. That's my opinion. And it, Does this do anything for either one of you guys? Um, kind of curiously optim, cautiously optimistic. I mean, I it sounds interesting. I mean, I could see it working, but eh, so it's like Final Fantasy. I mean, unless you're going like I don't know what they gonna call it, Dark Fantasy, something like that. No, Final Fantasy Origin. Oh, okay. Well. I guess they've been trying to go a bit darker on this Final Fantasies lately, because you've seen 16's trailer, right? Well, that has a light and dark, but yeah. And what, what was that one? Final Fantasy Type-0? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah. was like, actually, like, people getting killed and stuff, and mm -hmm. it was like, showing a bunch of blood and stuff in there. Yeah, which to be fair, they've I mean they've always had deaths in Final Fantasies and stuff like that. But I get what you're what you're saying. That one was like an attack on Titan type yeah, <laughs> Final Fantasy. Most yeah. time, like on Final Fantasy X, they turn it like fireflies and fly away or something. <laughs> they light up and <laughs> go back to the live stream. Yeah, mm -hmm. they they just KO and just Phoenix down them. <laughs> <laughs> 
Which leads out the couch and you like, I like I eaten by like a bear or something. You're like, mm. <laughs> like throw a feather! Throw a feather at him! <laughs> I'll fix it! So curious to see how they do this. I mean, I'm hoping it does well. I do like the Final Fantasy franchise. And I do like that they are trying things in order to try to shake up the genre. Mm-hmm. I think the way seven is set up is with the battle system and stuff, I think it should be they could implement that one because seven's battle system is really good for us. It doesn't feel like you're on an actual like old school ATB. You are actually, you know, doing stuff, staying active and not just waiting for that bar. I remember like you had to wait for like eight, nine characters like at twenty healthy. Wait for that. Come on, let me get the healing. You wait for that little bar to fill. And the fun, the funny thing is, is that you just said it. Like they masked it actually very well because if yeah. you really look at it, it really is still the old school ATB. It just doesn't feel that way because the auto attacks yeah. are real time. So yeah. yeah, but the actual healing and the Faraga and Fira and all that stuff—that's still ATB. You still have to wait for that meter to go up. Yeah, like I said, though, you can still, like, you can dodge his. Like, I ain't got to watch my can just get gunned down. And he just stands there and takes it, like, yeah. Now, now let's be real. Does a dodge really do anything, though, in that game? <laughs> it, 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 it blocking's a better mechanism for that one. Dodge is just there for aesthetic and get behind people a little quicker. Yeah. You know what? And- you know what? I'll, 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 I'll challenge you on that because I rarely blocked. I always dodge rolled. Hmm. I, I bet that's you got hit a lot Souls too. Right there. <laughs> you said what? You don't block. You don't. That's a Dark Souls style, style right there. You know, dodging is better to dodge hits in Dark Souls than to take hits. Yeah, Dark Souls. Yeah, definitely. Blocking a hit uses up stamina, so you really don't want to use stamina. You want to. Well, you're gonna use stamina regardless, but you don't want to take the damage off the hit. But dodging's usually better than just blocking a hit. So it'll be interesting. Maybe they'll go that route, make you dodge more or something. Come to think of it, you know, not just have them block the sword. Yeah, just have them dodge the hit. And would you lose XP if you die on, you know, Final Fantasy Origins? I don't know. I mean, if it's going to be Souls-like, why not? Because they have that inside Code Vein. They have it inside Bloodborne. They have it inside. I think they even have it inside Sekiro Die Twice. Yep. We have that lady have to, you know, touch the darkness within. They mm. level up and stuff. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, so it'll be uh, very interesting to see. What about you there, Gravity? What, what are your thoughts about this? You know, one thing that I admire about Square Enix is their ability to write stories where, you know, like, honestly, like, no matter what game franchise it is, they're able to just tell these grand epics. Like, even, like, with Final Fantasy, like, every single one is their own separate story and for the most part like most of them are pretty freaking amazing mm-hmm. uh a uh, huge kingdom hearts fan i love kingdom hearts i think this overall story i appreciate it but it's <laughs> really freaking messy and it just feels like i wish that was one thing that i wish that they would just freaking clean the heck up because there's, it's way too freaking confusing but the idea of for me, like I think having it be more Souls-like is definitely intriguing. Uh, if anything, I'm more interested to see what the story is going to be like. Yeah. Because if it is going to be 
something similar to where like they're kind of like retelling like the first game or even like the first two games or whatever like what have you like i think that would be really great because for me dissidia was actually the gateway into a lot of the older final fantasies yeah where i had played seven i had played a little bit of 13 at the time um, and I hadn't really played much else of Final Fantasy because it was just so daunting. I was like, I don't know where to start. Is there a good place to start? Like, I don't understand what's going on. And when I played Dissidia, I was like, oh, oh, so they're all their own story. So I can jump in at any point at any time. And it got me to really appreciate all of the characters from each of their universes. And it really, like, especially like the original Final Fantasy characters, I was like, oh, wow, like these designs are, look really gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Like these characters look very neat. They look very uh, compelling. And I would love to actually get their stories. And as much as I, I, I fucking value and appreciate like the ape, like the old, like very pixely art. Yeah, getting the little sprites. I'm like, you know what? Like, I wouldn't mind them going back to to their roots and like revamping that those old stories that they had. Because I feel like that would be the perfect place to to experiment. Because like, what was the first story about? Like, the first game about just like the four warriors of light. They all have crystals that are all different colors, and they're here to. They're all the warriors of light, and they're gonna save the world. They're gonna go to dungeons, and they're gonna do these things, and then they're gonna fight the boss, and boom. Like, I feel like that's like a perfect like place to actually like put in more lore and maybe i'm just being ignorant and maybe there's a lot more lore in the og Final fantasies but i've heard good things about them i've actually heard that one of the best ones is not seven but people will argue that it's three slash six mm-hmm. i've been hearing about that with uh, kefka. kefka yeah kefka yeah, yeah. Uh, real fast uh shout out to kirtana pets past midnight i have to head to bed i uh, head head off so, but hope you guys have a rest, a great rest of your day. And hey, it's Ab. Go get some dubs. Thank you very much, Kitana, for tuning in. Yeah. We appreciate you. Hope to see you again next time. We're back live at it. Back at it like a bad habit this coming uh, Thursday, 8 p.m. our time, which is probably if it's midnight right now for you, it's probably gonna be super late for for you on that one. But if you want to check us out on Friday and look at the past stream, you're welcome to do so. So on ALWT Gaming, pretty much everything on Twitch, Twitter, Instagram, all that good stuff. But go ahead, do nine ball. Okay, what was I at? Um, You're talking about uh, how uh, three slash six was the best one. Oh yeah, that, I yeah I haven't played it, but that one may be a good one to you know renew. Eight. Get one, two, three. Yeah, eight. But I would probably go for a three or six because those really. I mean, to see them in like three D, it's awesome. Like for example, seeing like some of the older characters in let's say Final Fantasy fourteen. A realm reborn. We had to go through like certain rate, certain like those alliance missions. Yeah, he had to square off against certain beings that are in there, and it's sort of funny to see like one of the main villains from Final Fantasy two. She was in you know the alliance battle, mm-hmm. and it's kind of cloud of darkness. Yeah, cloud yeah. of darkness here. Yeah, that was that was very like, unique. I-, I was not expecting that when I first saw her. It's so interesting to see them, and I would love to see like a re- a revamp of them. I, see, I good. I can see. Oh, yeah, I was about to say. I can see. I think. All right. So, if I had to choose, I would. Now that we have seven, and of course, I want seven to get completed, so I can just buy them all and just play them all till my heart's content. Um, but if I had to choose, I definitely would want a revamp of eight first. 
because of familiarity and just because that was the Final Fantasy that got me into Final Fantasies and those different types of genre type games. So it's Dang more dude. of a yeah. So there you go. So it's, it's more of a of a nostalgia thing for me of why I would want eight to be done like that. But I can see your argument for six because think about it when we got the when we got the uh, the revamp or not the revamp but the reimagining of Joker from Dark Knight in Batman. Every with Heath uh, Heath Ledger, everybody was just like, "This is the best Joker, hands down." Period. I can see Kefka being a Final Fantasy Joker to the finest, and with today's technology, especially when they're going to be announcing the Unreal Engine here soon, like in Unreal Engine Five, seeing that technology, seeing that gameplay, seeing those voice actors and stuff like that, I think that that will be freaking phenomenal. And maybe that would actually make me be like, "All right, who's more of the villain here?" Kefka or Sephiroth? So, yeah, yeah. I'm currently burning. Well, right now I'm currently. I didn't. I actually was currently burning through for a little bit there. Final Fantasy Nine on the Vita. There so, you go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, what everybody forgets. <laughs> uh, as we before we go on over to story number three, which is talking about Battlefield Six and its redemption. I definitely want to give you guys a reminder that if you guys are thirsty like energy drinks anything like that make sure you guys go to red sports r-e-p-p sports.com type in a-l-w-t gaming and get 15 percent off that is one five percent sign off you can get your workout powders your water supplements your swag all that good stuff like the shirts and everything like that um or again like i said like raise energy has no sugar in it zero sugar this has caffeine but it has zero sugar in it and it does have uh they have different flavors like guava mango, like galaxy starburst, like sour gummy worms. Like they have some really good flavors. And these are not like I know this sounds kind of crazy for some of the flavors that's out there, but you give me give variety pack if you want to pick and choose and see which ones that you like the best. The only one that I personally didn't really like the best was Voodoo, but even then it was still pretty okay. All the other flavors, bangers of bangers of bangers. You know what I mean? So go on over there, get yourself a raise energy, R-A-Z-E, but you gotta type in A-L-W-T gaming at checkout to get 15% off. So, Battlefield 6. Redemption. Eddie Mackick from GameSpot says, Electronic Arts, which is also known as EA, and developers DICE are preparing to announce the next Battlefield game in June, but details have been seemingly leaking out about the game, which may or may not be called Battlefield 6, for some time now. We're rounding up some of the most notable leaks here, but... Bear in mind that EA has yet to make any formal announcements about the new Battlefield game. For the time being, none of this uh, none of this is confirmed and is subject to change. Back in March, allegedly leaked screenshots appeared in on the internet and seemed to confirm the rumors that it, that the new Battlefield game will return to modern day combat. It's notable because the two previous Battlefield uh, Battlefield games, one and five, took place during World War One and World War Two, respectively. The series uh, hasn't seen any modern-day settings since 2015's Battlefield Hardline. The leaked Battlefield 6 images also seem to suggest that the weather uh, that the weather will play a big role in the game's environmental destruction elements. Uh, after the initial leak, more than 50 new images from this uh, supposed announcements trailer appeared on the IGMR that sh- uh, that show off more. Of the setting of the new Battlefield game, if it's real, uh, uh, if they're real, uh, all the images have the lol guy face meme slapped onto them. 
I don't know who the law, the LOL, the lol guy. I don't know who that is. Um, but there you guys have it. We're getting another Battlefield 6. We're looking into that. I'm, I'm actually pretty excited about this because the last Battlefield, the Hardline, was one that was unique to me. I didn't actually play the story of it. I think I actually owned the game. I might be wrong about that. But I think I owned the game because I think it was on Plus one of these uh, times back in the past. Um, I haven't gotten dove inside that. I, I thought it would have been cool to kind of go in as the cops and to kind of go in as the robbers and see how their stories pan out and are different and everything like that. Before that, I think it was 4 was the last Battlefield that I thoroughly yeah. enjoyed. That was one that I was just like, the story's there, the gameplay's there. That one, like they do say that the weather's playing a part in it. I'm pretty sure uh, the weather played a part in 4 too. Now, I don't know if it fully destroyed anything, but I know it definitely impaired my vision when I was trying to snipe some people. So, you know what I mean? So, I definitely, uh, I do remember having something like that on 4. So, that's not entirely new, but I am curious to see how the weather's going to be fully immense inside this gameplay. And I'm very curious to see what they're going to do. Are they going to keep it just team deathmatch, multiplayer domination type stuff? Or are they going to bring back the story? Because that's one of the things that I fully to this day still despise that call of duty did when they got rid of the story and was just completely online play yeah i didn't pick up that call of duty i didn't want it i wanted the ones that actually have story to it yes i know people don't really buy those types of games for the story but i do you know what i mean so and that was one of the things for battlefield 6 so i'm, I'm battlefield 4 on before so i'm really hoping that battlefield 6 has a story to it it's going to be modern day i'm kind of tired of the old guns too as well thought it was a cool concept starting off but having five games like that now come on but what are your guys thoughts about this are you guys excited that battlefield 6 is coming out there does it do anything for you are we already call of duty out what's going down i'll get it i'm gonna definitely play it it looks fun yeah you're the one that turned me on to the battlefield actually yeah I, I love me some battlefield for some reason it feel it's it's a good shooter. It's different enough from uh, Call of Duty to where it's its own thing. It doesn't feel like it's copying a lot off of it. I like love the destructible environments, and I want to see how the weather is going to play effect. We'll get like thunderstorms, mm-hmm. or you might have lightning strikes. We'll be like you're trying to snipe in heavy rain. Oh, that was tough, man. Because that that actually <laughs> did happen in four, and that was really tough. Yeah, when. Like, I just got an image right now of just a tornado just sucking up players. You know, it's already known. Like, Battlefield was known for curving bullets from a distance. You know what I mean? Like, you know, that, it was well, shooting. It would actually di- Yeah, it would just j- drop. Or even the air would actually, because sometimes the wind would actually oh, go. Yeah. yeah. So it would go side to side, too. And I can only imagine if there's a tornado, it would just go. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it just won't even go anywhere. But go ahead. That, that that took me back to the classic. You ever been with a bad company too? The shotgun snipers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Battlefield bad company too mm. was like they was taking a shotgun, putting a twelve gauge slug, and for some reason you could snipe people with it until mm-hmm. they finally fixed it. <laughs> <laughs> Something else, man. <clears throat> what about you? <laughs> what about you, Gravity? Are you have you ever really been a Battlefield type person? Have you ever dove into the series or anything like that? Uh, genuinely no. And a, a lot of it again, like, is just because I'm just not. First and foremost, I'm not a big like first person shooter kind of guy. Like, like especially back in the day, like I was kind of peer pressured into like just doing like Call of Duty in general, which I know is a different franchise, but. Like, I was kind of, like, peer pressured in by my friends. They're like, oh, I get this game. It's great. 
And then I'm just like, cool, well, like, how do I play? And they're like, well, you just gotta, like, drop in and just play. I was like, but, like, I can't practice? Or, like, there's no way for me... Like, no, you just gotta, like, jump in online. And that, like, really kind of, like, ruined a lot of... Like, it gave me, like, a lot... Like, a really big negative, like, impression of first-person shooters. Because at the very least, like... Like, it, in terms of, like, just doing something repetitively until you get it, I'm okay with doing that with racing games, but it, there's just something about online play that just irritates the ever-loving shit out of me. Yeah, and it's, like, it's like getting back into the game, too. Because I know that, like, depending on, like, the game, and sometimes, like, you get in and, like, you're in for five minutes or, like, less, and then you're just, like, you're dead. And then it just takes, like, ten minutes just to get back into another game, and you're, like... I'm take I'm spending more time jumping into new games than I actually am in the actual game, and the only answer to actually enjoying the game is get good, and it's just like I hate that. Like I like and again, there's a time and place for it. I get it. I just I fucking can't stand it. It's just get good. It's just like oh yeah sure like I'm supposed to do that. Like I'm like I have all this other stuff going on in my life, so I'm gonna like take like spend the time to actually practice to get good at this one game. So that way, by the time th- another game that I like comes out, I can just say no, I'm not gonna play that game. I'm going to get good over here. I'll get right on that, Jennifer. <laughs> like it's I, I don't know like and, and I, but I will say like I don't think I gave Battlefield nearly enough time that I should have. Because I played, I think, 5 for, like, a little bit. Like, I picked 5 up. I think I played it, like, for, like, maybe an hour. And then I was like, no, this just isn't for me. And then I just never touched it again. Yeah, that's definitely not enough time. (laughs) And so, at the very least for me, I'm just like... Like, I might try to give it another shot. Like, if it... Pun unintended. Uh, (laughs) Like, 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 I might try to give it another go, like... You know, if it ever goes on sale, like, farther in the future. But it for me, like, I'm just like, oh, cool, another first-person shooter to add to the long lineup that we already have. Like, it's just like, for me, I'm just like, good, good. But I will say, something that I am kind of interested in is the weather aspect. Mm-hmm. Like, like how much of that is, is, how much is that going to actually play into the actual... Uh, into the game like is it going to be like a destroyable environment how much of the environment is going to be destroyable yeah. uh because like because i'll say this the other one you can level buildings yeah 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 because yeah, like if they keep that like yeah and again i didn't i didn't know that that's actually kind of cool mm-hmm. so like if they keep that into in there and they actually like have weather that's really going to like make it more challenging i don't know like i i think it's kind of one of those things where like a brand new game comes out and then nobody knows how to play, and so it's just like this golden time to jump in because nobody knows what they're doing. But mm-hmm. as soon as a meta is established and everyone knows that meta, it's just—it's uh, honestly the reason I don't play Apex, mm-hmm. and because at this point there's there's such a hard meta established that I'm like, cool, I'm gonna have to spend hours just figuring out this one meta, <laughs> and then that's that's then that's before like another patch comes out and they they nerf stuff, they buff stuff. It's just it's just one of those things where I'm just like I'm not really into that scene. Yeah. I'm more of a just give I'm more of a give me an open world and just let me mess around in a, in a sandbox. Like I'm good. I'm that kid that's that's building a sandcastle in the sandbox. Like like you want to play tag? No, I'm good. Are you sure? It's like uh, like I might play like tag like in a little bit, but like I'm building a really cool sandcastle. That's a dumb sandcastle. It's amazing. It's got four watchtowers. <laughs> 
it's it's got a moat all the way around it. <laughs> and, 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 oh, and, and they're gone. Okay, cool, they're gone. Um, I, I I need to give it a better another shot. I, I definitely need to give it another shot. Yeah, and I, and I think and that th- I I think that's the thing that will. You know what? Let's let's make a plan. Nine ball. Do you work yeah. this weekend? No, I'm off Saturday and Sunday. I got to work Monday though. All right, Gravity. I'm gonna need you to call off work. No, I'm just kidding. Don't do that. But <laughs> but I was about to say what we can do on one of these. Probably ah crap. That's not gonna work because I'm moving next week. <laughs> so all my stuff is gonna be pretty much up. We'll see. We'll play it by ear off stream. We'll we'll go. We'll, with we'll, it. we'll figure yeah, it out. We'll figure yeah. it. I was about to say because that one to me was definitely a lot more fun when you're able to play with again. You're able to have a squad oh, of five. Hey, you yeah, you, you get a squad of like three, four on your team. Yeah, you five, you yeah. good to go. Um, there I had a saving private Ryan moment. There was a level that was on Battlefield Four, I believe it was, because uh, it was the modern guns. It wasn't like the old school guns. I was up in the tower sniping away. Literally, it just <laughs> picking them off. You know what I mean? Like like they pick it up, I spike it down. I was picking them off. I'm looking through my scope. And I looked down, and I'm in the tower with like three other people. That's on my team and stuff. We're just rocking it, you know what I mean? Next thing, I'm looking through my scope, and I see a meteor-like object coming towards us. And I was like, huh, that, that can't be good. It hits the bottom of the base of the tower, and I tell you, like, that was the first time I take my PlayStation controller. And I was like, I, because the way that the camera was and the way that everything was crumbling down, and I was at the very top of this thing. I literally, legitly was like, oh, my God. Like, like it was like that because, I, I, like, my guy is falling down. The impact didn't even hit me. It hit way down below. But because it hit below and it was the last straw that it needed to bring the entire tire down, I fell down with it and I fell to my death. And that person, whoever shot that rocket, got a quadra kill. <laughs> okay, um, yeah, it's, yeah, it's it's definitely those those environments. Like you can use them to your advantage. You can use them to your disadvantage. You can you can shoot, and I think that's where Call of Duty started being to the point to where they're like, all right, let's go and have uh, let's go ahead and have players be able to shoot through walls because in certain walls you're able to do that on Battlefield already. You're able to shoot through wood. You can't shoot through brick, but you were able to shoot through wood and stuff like that. And that's when Call of Duty kind of started implementing that as well later down the road. So I think you would have a good time with Call- with uh, Battlefield with the right people. That that's my take. You know on what? That. I, I I think that is like you hit the nail on the head. Like I think I just need to play it with the right people because like trying to play it by yourself, at least for me, like it it just doesn't work. Mm-hmm. No, and you can't play those it, games by yourself. Yeah, no, and the people I did try to play with back in the day, they were very much so just like, I don't know, they just didn't really like to help me figure out what, what I was doing. Mm-hmm. They were just Pretty like, no. much people on some of those, they have yeah. cancers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're just like, no, like, you know, no, you just figure it out. We're like, like, we would drop into a match and they just friggin' go and disperse. I'm like, okay, what am I go- doing? Where am I going? They're like, oh, they just figured it out. I'm like, like, well, what the fuck? Like, you asked me to play. <laughs> Like, <laughs> what are you doing? Like, okay, cool. Like, you're just going to ask me to play, and then you're going to dip? All right, cool. Well, I'm going to go back to my sandbox. <laughs> you gonna dig my moat. <laughs> I'm going to dig my moat. I'm going to build another castle. This time, it's going to be three times as big. It's going to be a fifth watchtower. Dragon <laughs> him this time. There you go. Um, Last story that we currently have before we give you guys the Memorial Day sales, we have Virtua Fighter Five ain't dead yet. 
Steve Watts from the GameSpot says, Virtual Vita 5 is coming back as a digital exclusive on PS4 and presumably PS5 through backwards compatibility as Virtual Fighter 5 Ultimate Showdown. The fighting game that uh, originally released on PS3 and Xbox 360, which I'm this this is not inside the article, but I'm pretty sure it was actually not five, but Virtual Fighter. I think it first made its debut on Sega Saturn. I think that's how it actually started making its little thing. No, it was before Sega Saturn. It was before Sega Saturn. Yeah, I want to say it was on the 32X. Was it on the 32X? The Sega 32. Oh God, yeah. Cause we're going real far back for the history of Virtual Fighter. Well, there you go. Yeah, we'll yeah we'll, we'll look that up here in a minute. The fighting game that originally or originally released on PS5 and 360 have been remastered for a new generation and arrives on June 1st. IGN reports that the remake is being released as part of Sega's 60th anniversary celebration. 60 freaking years. Wow. Virtual Fighter 5 is one of the most revered, uh, revered fighters in the series. The Ultimate Showdown brings it to the modern age with HD upgrades and new online features. Models for all 19 playable characters, stages, and cinematics have been remastered in HD, and you can create a private room for up to 16 players for round robin tournaments. Plus, you can spectate a match and communicate with players through a time stamp uh, through a stamp system. There you have it, and that's end quote for the Virtual Fighter section by Steve Watts on GameSpot. So okay, there you go. So I got. Oh, go ahead. So I got the Virtual Fighter history. Yeah, you was right. It's Sega Saturn and the 32X. Sega Saturn yeah, and the 32X. Yeah, you heard of the Sega 32X, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was that little canister thing you'd stack on top of the plate. On the, yeah, because you put the CD over there and then you stuck the 32X on top of yeah, the yeah. Sega, <laughs> Sega Saturn. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, yeah. for some reason, that was just that was still ringing in my head. I just couldn't remember exactly, but I was just like, I feel like that first was <laughs> debuted on Sega Saturn. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, we're I've old. T- <laughs> we are, we are old. <laughs> But yeah, so but uh, in the vein of Virtual Fighter Four, a uh, five, I should say, Virtual Fighter Five. So, a little again, I know I say this almost every single episode. History with me, I love Tekken. I, all right, so first history of me, I love Street Fighter. I love Mortal Kombat. I love Tekken. I love Killer Instinct. As to current me, I love Tekken. <laughs> and that's practically it. Like, I haven't really played too many fighter games recently. I mean, if you want to throw Xenoverse in there as a fighter type, then yeah, I guess you could say that. But even that, I don't think it's necessarily really truly a fighter. With uh, Bloody Roar is definitely up in that vein too as well. I just haven't played Bloody Roar in forever. So with that history being said, I don't know... How I personally feel about a Virtual Fighter Five coming to the P- PS4 slash PS5 right now, unless it's going to do something drastically different. Like, is it going to give me Fight for New York vibes? Because I would love that. It's where you can just fight anywhere. Is it going to be more of like the Tekken element? Because if that's the case, I already got the last Tekken that they're ever going to make. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. I'm just kind of curious to see where you guys are at when it comes down to fighting games, let alone Virtual Fighter Five. Uh, I, I, my opinion is that it, it's got to do something different. Like, especially for a game that's been going on for 60 years. First and foremost, that's really awesome. The thing about fighters is that it's a very simple, like, formula that they've pretty much gotten down over the years. 
And so I guess to me, we're just like, like, like if I like for me, I've actually never played Ultimate Fighter, never. I, I haven't played any of the Ultimate Fighters before, and so for me, like as somebody who's never played them, what's going to be the defining factor that makes me decide? You know what? Maybe this is the game for me to pick up. Like, what is what is it going to be that's going to cause me to spend my money and play this game? Because if it's just going to be like every other fighter that they've had for the past several years, it's just like cool, another fighter. Like, what's like what's what's different about this one that that I can't get with something else over here? Like, I mean, the last fighter that I played, the most recent fighters that I played is. Uh, uh, Dragon Ball Fighter Z, and then uh, Jump Force, the newest Jump Force, yeah. Well, then there's also uh, Smash Bros that I've played for the Switch. So, like, I've played those games, and again, like the a lot, all all three of those games are vastly different in terms of style. But it's just like, what what is it going to be? Like, what's going to be the deciding factor about this game that's going to be you know different from the others? Because at the very least, I'll say this: like side like side scroller fighters. I think they have their place again that's just not kind of me because i'm just like oh cool like unless i'm playing with one of my friends like mm-hmm. if I, unless i'm playing with one of you guys like i could have a lot of fun going back and forth but like if i'm gonna play by myself like it's just like oh cool we're going back and forth and we're doing this the entire time mm-hmm. and there's no like there's like i don't know because like, like for me i always keep looking at the background i'm like what's that in the background i want to go see that mm-hmm. i don't know I'm, I'm a weird dude i'm just a weird dude but at the very, but like take my opinion with a grain of salt. But I, at the very least, again for me, it's just like, what is this game going to do different that other games recently haven't been doing? That's going to convince me to pick it up. Mm. What about you, there, Nineball? You have any thoughts about this? Um, God, I, I played outside of shooters. I played a ton of fighter games. Like you said, we did do a lot of Tekken, Tekken, um, Tekken Street Fighter Two. Marvel vs. Capcom is probably one of my favorite franchises in fighting. And, of course, well, there used to be the Dead or Alive series. Dead or Alive was great. Dead or Alive, Soul Calibers, uh, Mortal Kombat, uh, Virtual Fighter Stands sort of existed. Like, even when we used to play, like, Bloody Roar and stuff, me and my family used to have, have, like, all night, pretty much all night, like, tournaments of just playing, like, we would play like rounds of two v two on Dead or Alive three, and I used to play with a friend all the time. I used to play maybe round after round of Marvelous Capcom two and three, and Soul Calibur two. Everybody had their favorite character, but mm-hmm. uh, this one nobody nobody really played it. It can't, we it's been out for years. I don't think it ever got the popularity like that. Um, it wasn't even like. And it's kind of interesting, because this was one of the first 3D fighting games, was Virtual Fighters. It was, like, one of the ones that had, like, I think a 3D arena. Was This is when it really started to popularize that, was that one. Mm. And it just it just got lost to the wayside. I mean, everything it did, the other ones did better. The look and aesthetics, I was just going through it. The look and aesthetics looks a lot like Tekken, which we have Tekken. <laughs> <laughs> And the 3D movement is Dead or Alive, where you have Dead or Alive. I mean, well, we kind of have Dead or Alive, where they <laughs> turn into a cash shop. We, we got we got Soul Calibur. Yeah. 
But I, this one really doesn't do much for me. I mean, I, it used to be a good game, but I don't see myself really like, oh my god, I gotta go pick up a virtual fighter. Mm. I mean, most games, fighting games now even have established stories. Mortal Kombat is now renowned for its story. I mean, sure, they kind of butchered it on the movie, but, you know. Well, yeah. I mean, that, that, that was I mean, the what, thing, is that people did not watch, like, they didn't watch the Mortal Kombat movie for the story. They just wanted to see the fatalities. They wanted to see the fighting. That yeah, part, was, I get it. It was cool, but, I don't know. I still, I still am just not glowing about the movie like other people were. Yeah, it, it, they butchered it. They butchered a lot. Like, like, like people see in Melina, you're looking for Katana because you know Melina's basically like a clone of Katana. Mm. It just used Tarkan blood on her, and that's why she has those teeth like that. But they also had it to where Scorpion had a son. <laughs> like, like what? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Uh, now just now just picturing Scorpion yelling at his son, "Get over here!" <laughs> Did you spill this milk? Yeah, it was like it was like his ancestor. You not clean it up. <laughs> it was like his ancestor or something. I don't know if it was like actually his. Like he he, he had a, he had a offspring. He had a child who was he his ancestor. A, oh, no, he, he, he had a child, and then because this is actually this is not spoilers for Mortal Kombat by the way because this happens in the very beginning. He has a child. Um, his entire clan gets wiped out by Sub Zero. Yeah, by Sub Zero. And that part uh, was accurate. Yeah, that part, and that was actually really cool. Um, and uh, Sub Zero ends up stabbing Scorpion, um, which he's not. His name's not Scorpion at the time. It's like Hayabusa or something like that. No, that that's his real name, Hasu Hao. Oh, not Hasu Hao. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not Scorpion. I'm just, yeah. <laughs> I was just saying his real name was yeah. Hanzo Tori. Hanzo. That's yeah, his name. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, but as Scorpion is dying, he's going on over to the the house because he's hearing crying, and then then he ends up just dying right then and there because he just couldn't survive anymore. But he didn't actually Bang. die because he gets dragged down to hell and everything like that. Then Raiden comes over, saves the child, and then after a whole lot of years go by, that child ended up having families and families and stuff, and now it comes down to the offspring. Of everything, so it's Flash, like a generation. What up, Flash, Rako? <laughs> Why did out of all the fighters, you know, but like, gotta they took up Rako? They like, could have picked out Kenshin. Rako since four. They could, yeah, they could have put out Kenshin. Anybody, anybody else? That would have yeah. been fine. I don't know. Rako, like, where, you know what? This is that. I mean, this is a really good point you're making, though. Like, uh, like Mortal Kombat. Like, I remember I loved actually playing Mortal Kombat, and I loved like playing some of the earlier ones, and I really liked some playing some of the later ones because of the story. And so, like, I guess for me, like at this point, like, like I, I guess it just kind of goes back to just like what is Ultimate Fighter going to do that you know that Mortal Kombat hasn't done, that Tekken hasn't done, that Street Fighter hasn't done, that all these other like fighters haven't done already. But, like, you guys are making really, a really good point. All of these other fighters, I'm like, yeah, like, I actually have memories playing these ones. I actually, like, really like playing these ones. Mm. So it's just, like, I, I don't feel that same pull for Ultimate Fighter. And if anything, I feel like it's just kind of living off of the nostalgia of be, being able to say that it's 60 years old. Well, that's that's just celebrating Sega being 60 years old. Virtual Fighter oh, Sega. is like... Oh, Sega, come yeah. on. <laughs> yeah, because... That was the last good thing Sega put out. Yeah. 
But yeah, because like, a lot. Go ahead. I'm not gonna say it. You know what though? I I will say Sega actually. Um, yeah, they do some good things. They it's, have... it, it, it's only Japan the the Japanese arcades, but they have uh, I think it's Sega that does it. The uh, like they're the the arcade cockpits for uh, the Mobile Suit Gundam games. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, like, you have, like, a projector in there, and you are actually in a cockpit that, like, moves around and stuff. I'm like, you know what? If I if I ever get a house, I kind of want to just throw that in my basement and just be like, honey, don't bother me. I'm going in my pod. Yeah. <laughs> go save the world. Save all yeah, go go save the world. also do Alien Isolation, so I'll give them that one. Uh, yeah, gonna... did, but... <laughs> they, 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 they showed up. <laughs> they almost did. I mean, I watched the whole history of it, like when this game was thinking about that. They kind of was kind of lady, but they let them do it, and it turned out to be a big success for them. So I'll give them that one. Um, switching gears real fast before we wrap it up for the day. I want to give you guys some Memorial Day sales that's happening at GameSpot, Walmart, Amazon, and more. So on here. There's a, quite a bit of stuff that we're going to talk about, so I'm just going to kind of quickly go through this. And if you guys, if there's anything that picks your, your guys' interest, let me know. Razer Death Adder V2 Pro, which is a mouse, for $90. It was priced at $130. You guys can get that from Amazon. HyperX Cloud Alpha S headset. Now uh, it's at it's at $100 now. Was at $130. There is a CLX pre-built gaming PC for up to $350 off. That one you can see on CLX. There's the Apple Watch Series 3, $169. It was at $200. You could get that from Walmart. Le- uh, Lenovo, Lenovo Legion K500. It's a keyboard. It's a light-up keyboard. Uh, $65 was at $110. Okay, it's mechanical. It is a mechanical keyboard. It's saying it's mechanical. Mm-hmm. Um, scrolling on down here, it says, uh, Memorial Day Sales, just a little reminder, GameStop Memorial Day Sales will have hundreds of games, uh, deals, PC accessories, and collectibles. Amazon Memorial Day Sale will have deals on grills, outdoor furniture, garden supplies, and more. Uh, Walmart is blank. Um, <laughs> uh, that's a surprise. Yeah. <laughs> Best Buy will have offic- uh, officially launches Friday 4K TV deals available now. So if you guys are looking to get in the 4K TV, might want to check out Best Buy and see what they got. And I got mine from Best Buy, and I tell you, I love it. Um, Target Memorial Day Sales officially launches this weekend. And uh, deals on outdoor furniture available are right now. Uh, Whirlwind FX Memorial Day. So there's available on Friday. RGB gaming keyboards and peripherals for 20% off with code MEMORIAL. Casper Memorial Day sales, 50% off mattresses site-wide and 10% off everything else. Uh, Lenovo, Lenovo Memorial Day sale, gaming laptops, desktops, Chromebooks, webcams, and more. There you go. There's your webcam right there if you want to check that out for Lenovo. There, Gravity. Hey, uh, hey you know what? Lenovo would make some pretty good products. There you yeah. have it. Uh, you have HP. So they have deals on laptops, monitors, and PCs with limited time deals each day. Going inside the gaming portion of it, which is what you guys are here for, for all things gaming. Nintendo Switch, they have games such as Burnout Paradise Remastered going down to $20. Uh, 
Captain Subasa Rise of New Champions going down to twenty dollars is uh, from thirty for both of these. Cooking Mama Cookstar thirty dollars. Donkey Kong. Oh, Cook- Cooking Mama! <laughs> yeah. Oh, don't get me started with Cooking Mama. Food not mine. <laughs> Uh, Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze is $40. Immortal Phoenix Rising is $30. Kingdoms of Amalur Re-Reckoning is $30. The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild is $40. Little Nightmares 2 is $30. Mario plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle, $20. Mario and Sonic The Olympic Games Tokyo 2020 is $37. That's such a weird number. Mario, uh, I mean, uh, Marvel of, uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, $40. Need for Speed Hot Pursuit Remastered, $20. Ori and the Blind Force of Definitive Edition, $30. Ori and the Will of the Wisp, $30. Overcooked All You Can Eat, $30. Persona 5 Strikers, $33. Pl- uh, Splatoon 2, $40. Untitled Good Game Physical, $30. XCOM 2 Collection, $15. Goose Game? Untitled Good Game. There's there's an untitled good game. I guess so. Yeah, it's thirty dollars. It went, it went <laughs> down by five curious. bucks. I'm clicking on it right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm curious because oh, like, goose game. Did they? It's the, is, yeah, it's untitled goose. It you says, know, it's a typo. Yeah, I was about to say it says untitled good yeah. game in there. So yeah, they messed up on there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> someone fell asleep at the. Someone's autocorrect kicked in. <laughs> So there you go, then. That's $30 uh, for the physical edition. I'm not sure how you're going to get that from Nintendo, but it says physical on there. Uh, XCOM 2 collection, uh, collection is $15. Yoshi's Crafted World is $40. Then you have games that's going to be out there for Xbox and PlayStation. Assassin's Creed Valhalla is $30 from $60. Borderlands 3 is $10 from $20. Captain uh, Sabusa Rise of New Captain uh, Champions is $20. PS4 only. Devil May Cry 5 Special Editions, $30. Immortal Phoenix Rising, $30. It Takes Two, $30. Judgment, $30. Little Nightmares 2, $20. Need for Speed Heat, $20. Overcooked All You Can Eat, $30. Persona 5 Strikers, $40 for PS4 only. Xbox uh, Red Dead Redemption 2, $30. Resident Evil 2, $18. Jedi uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order is $20. Untitled Goose Game, they spelled it right correctly there. Uh, physical, $20 on PS4 only. Watch Dogs Legions, $30. If you guys don't have Watch Dogs, that is a steal. That's $30? A steal. $30 for Watch Dogs Legions. Oh! Yeah, there See, you go. this is what I'm talking about. You wait till they go on sale, mm-hmm. and then you get a good deal. You might have to wait a year plus. <laughs> but, you know. I am very curious about this uh, PC right here. Uh, it's a, it's the pre-built gaming PC up to $350 off. Custom PC brand CLX Gaming is slashing price on some of its pre-built gaming PCs yeah, for more than right now. Yeah, free That's upgrade uh, with free upgrade for certain parts, including internal uh, core i3, i5, and i7 processors, the Ryzen 5 3600, uh, up to 5600, and more. Interesting. Interesting. I, I was gonna say, like, is anybody actually using like like i three like anymore? No, most so. people. If you're going gaming, you're gonna probably either have an i five or if, or you're gonna have a Ryzen. A lot of people are moving over to AMD Ryzen because of the mm-hmm. worth. But if you're gonna have an Intel, it's gonna probably be definitely an i five or an i seven. You can yeah, use an i three. It's just I don't know, not the best. 
because yeah, like the one that I just got has uh like actually has the Ryzen five uh, thirty six hundred. I was about to say I got the Ryzen That's five fifteen hundred. Thirty six hundred is usually the standard one they usually have in there. So what you're saying is that I need to step step it up my game. Because I got uh, it. I got uh, an AMD Ryzen five uh, fifteen hundred. I'm not real sure. That will be probably more of a mildewy because I've never played with Ryzen yet. I'm looking at going over to Ryzen, Come over but all side. my stuff, yeah, all mine has been almost always Intel. You're an Intel. Ooh, got him. Ching ching. Um, go ahead. Oh, God, I'm <laughs> currently looking at the things right now. I don't really see a. I'm not seeing our um, hard drive. What kind of hard drives are in these? A good one. <laughs> well, as he is shopping, I'm actually going to wrap it up because I got to go get my son. Um, so real fast, I want to appreciate you guys, everyone that's tuning in right now. If you guys are listening to this on Anchor, thank you very much again. Consider giving us a little shout out on social media. Checking us out, um, ALWT Gaming, pretty much everything. If you want to chat with us, just shoot us a message or you can shoot us an email at at least we tried dot gaming or at least we tried dot gaming at gmail.com. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, so there you go. You guys can check us out there. And of course, you guys can also check out our website at www.alwtgaming.com. We have our content there. All of our stuff, all in one place, is simplified place. So if you guys forget our names, <laughs> when you guys are checking it out on Facebook, Twitch, Twitter, Instagram, anything like that, just go to alwtgaming.com. You guys can find us there. Just click on YouTube, it'll take you right there. Just click on Twitch, it'll take you right there. You guys can see the latest up up episodes and streams and updates that we have right there. We also have a calendar on the first page, and you guys can also check out our products at when you guys click on the About Us section. We got hoodies, we got shirts, we got mugs, and we got face masks, which hopefully we won't have to be selling those face masks for uh, for the rest of 2021. I very much would like to get rid of the face masks and have everyone vaccinated and everyone can live a normal life. You know what I mean? All right. Uh, and that's going to do it for us here at All Things Gaming for our ALWT Gaming for episode 50 of All Things Gaming. Uh, I am Malachi36. This is Gravity Mark 2. You have nine ball corner pocket. Appreciate you guys. Until next time, control. Alt. I'm playing. Peace it out.